The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. This story was told to me by the woman to whom it happened. Her name was Tsipora. She had a little brother, actually an older brother, but they were both very small. Shragafaivala. And they lived, actually, they were born in Romania. And Nebuchadnezzar, 1941, the Nazis came and took her parents, herself, Tsipora, and her brother, Shragafaivala. They took them to Ukraine, and they had to be in a place called Mogilev. It was terrible there. It was terrible for the Jews. And Rahman al-Atzlan, she was only eight years old, and she saw her father being killed in front of her eyes. He was wearing talus and tefillin, a Nazi saw him, and he killed him. And her mother just cried and cried. And two weeks later, she died of a broken heart. So now this little girl, this Tsipora eight, and her brother Shagafaivala, who was only 14, they were now in Mogilev with many, many Jews in that ghetto. Somehow, remarkably, they survived the war. But they were without parents and without documentation. And now in Mogilev, there were 900 orphan children, Yesemim and Yesemais. And there was a wonderful person, I want to mention his name so that for history, it should be remembered. This fellow Ira Hirschman, he was a representative of America's War Refugee Board in Istanbul, Turkey. He came from America, but he was dealing with the refugees, and his office was in Istanbul. And he came to Mogilev, and he made sure that these children, so many of these children, including Tsipora and Shagafaivala, were able to get on a boat that would take them first to Turkey, then to Lebanon, and then to Eretz Yisrael. So Ira Hirschman, in a sense, saved Tsipora and Shagafaivala and hundreds of other orphans, because they really had no parents and no papers, but he made sure that they were able to get out. Eventually, after a long, arduous trip, they landed in Haifa. And of course, all the children were met by the port in Haifa, and the children were divided according to their age. Now, because at this age, at this time, Shragafaivala was 16, so he was able to choose where he would go. But little Tsipora, she was just so young. She was only 10 years old, and she was taken by a very nice man who came over to her and said to her, my child, let me take you. I'm going to take you with other children your age. And he gave her a doll and he gave her a watch. Now she hadn't held a doll in years and she clutched the doll to her heart and she looked at the watch that he put on her wrist and she was so proud. But somehow, she somehow knew there was something wrong. She said to him, where are you taking me, sir? He said, I'm taking you where there are a lot of young girls your age, and you're going to be able to be fine, you'll make many new friends, and you'll be able to enjoy our homeland of Israel. And she said to him, are you going to take me to a place where they do this and light the candles? And this man knew exactly what she meant. And he said, my child, that's from the world of the past. 
that's no longer the future. I'm taking you to an updated place and you'll be able to be with those girls. And she took the doll and she took the watch and she gave it back to the man. She said, please take these. I don't want to go with you. And I don't want to keep them because someday you're going to come back and you're going to want to take me, but I'm not going to a place where they don't do this Friday night when they light the candles. And the man who was a Jewish man, but not religious, he knew exactly what she meant. And he started crying. He started crying. He started crying because he realized what this girl wanted. And he said, come my child, come with me. And he took her to the office and he said, you've got to send this child to Mossad Aliyah. That was a Shemesh Shabbos Kibbutz because he knew that's really where she wanted to go. And she told me the most incredible thing. They took her on the bus. And when she was on the bus, she was reunited with her brother. She had no idea that he had chosen to go there. And eventually they lived together on the kibbutz, on the Shemesh Shabbos kibbutz, and eventually came to America. She got married. She lived in Queens. And this woman, Zipporah Adler, was on the Chevra Kadisha together with my wife for many, many years. And she was the one who told my wife this story. And when I wrote this story, I wrote how this little girl, how she chose eternity over modernity. And it was all that minute, that's what she remembered from home, how her mother covered her eyes and circled her hands and brought in the Kedusha. And you know something? This Kedusha, this light, was really the light for the future because Zipporah and her brother remained from all their lives. What a beautiful minig it is in Klal Yisrael. And sometimes when we perform a minig, we don't realize the impression that it makes on a child. Could you imagine? This little girl lost her mother <coughs> when she was eight years old. But that's what she remembered. <clears throat> and that was the light of her future. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.